0: Welcome to Food Allergy Fast Pass, the podcast for Disney fans with food allergies.
1: Hi, welcome to the Food Allergy Fast Pass podcast. My name is Jeff, and I'm here with my wife, Lizzie.
2: Hello.
1: And joining us, as always, are Amy and Larry, who maintain the Disney Food Allergy Group on Facebook. How are you guys doing? Hi,
3: Greg. How are great. you Great. How are you
1: guys doing? Hey, we're doing great. So today we're going to focus on the Disney Cruise Line and some of the things you have to plan for when sailing with a food allergy. Larry asked everyone in the Disney Food Allergy Facebook group if they had any Disney Cruise Line questions, and he has those for us. And we encourage our listeners to post questions there that you want us to address in a future podcast. But first, to get us started, Lizzie is going to tell us about the Disney Cruise Line and how they handle food allergies.
0: Right. Usually when I talk um, to clients on the phone, it's usually about a one, it's about an hour and a half to two hour conversation. So of course we don't have time for that, but I'm going to go over through briefly what I talk about and not get into the nitty gritty details um, because each cruise is different. Each ship is different. So that being said, it's always great to maybe try to pick one of the smaller ships. A lot of people love the larger ships because they're brand new and shiny but Jeff and I really love the little ships, right, Jeff?
1: Uh, yes.
0: <laughs> we do. And it's it's almost like um, if you've ever been to Disneyland compared to Dis Disney World, it's almost like a little boutique version of the big ships. You get to know everybody really well. So that that goes into a lot of play. Um that being said, once you pick your cruise. You um, are going to contact special – it's not called special diets like they are at Disney World. It's called special services. You're going to contact them, and I talk to them probably once a week. Um, There's four members over there. I know them very well. Um, And you're going to tell them your food allergies. You're going to go over – you can order some special items, but that's where it gets difficult. You'll read um, reviews that someone got a vegan pizza from Amy's. that brand that serves um, or sells organic frozen entrees. Um, but they don't always carry it. It depends on, um, I guess, the, the purchaser or whoever has put in the order or maybe the price point of different um, options that they can get. So if you want um, very specific brand name stuff, it's not always guaranteed ever. Uh, Not even ice cream, not even dairy ice cream, dairy-free ice cream. You can get So Delicious or Rice Cream, and those are the top two. You can always request it, but it's not always guaranteed. They always have proteins, just like any other really good Disney restaurant would have. They'll have proteins. They'll have fresh vegetables. They'll have um, fresh fruit. They'll have frozen fruit, stuff like that. But as far as... um, Items that are um, packaged and um, produced in a different facility its kind of hit or miss, but you can always request them. So you talk to them, you tell them your allergies. And then after that, you um, are going to look at where you're going on your excursions. You're going to look and see, um, I guess, basically, when you can book your your adult reservations for dining, which are really wonderful to do because there's Paolo and there's Remy um, and they are absolutely, incredibly great. Remy is French and Paulo's Italian and it's for adults only. And there's a whole lot that goes into that on the adult side and on the kid side. So I always recommend that my clients do brunch and it's only on C days. And I recommend that they have breakfast with their little kids And you're going to make sure you do that. You're going to make sure you pick an early boarding time. If you can, if you're not flying in the day of, I always try to tell my clients to fly in at least the night before in case your flights are late, Um, especially in the winter when it snows up North, like where you are, you guys are, you know, it snows up there. And I've had people where they've almost, you have like. You should have planned this, you know, to go in the night before. Like, I know, Lizzie, I'm sorry. And it's worked out, but I always really try to stress that. Um, And also, it's kind of nice if you fly in the night before to stay at a Walt Disney World Resort because you know you're going to have a good dinner and a good breakfast before you get on the ship. You're not at um, a Hilton or a Marriott down by the port. You don't know these people. Even though you don't know them at Disney, there's been so many good reviews. And you could really kind of map it out where you want to go. It's a resort. You didn't have to get a park ticket. So that's really important as well. Um, And so you're you're definitely going to want to plan that ahead of time. So you're going to pick your port arrival time if you can. Early so, if it's warm, you can sit out and enjoy the pool while everybody else is boarding the ship.
4: So can I ask you this? How many different port arrival times are there?
0: Well, it depends on the ship, and it depends on when they leave usually they start at about 10, 30, 11 o'clock. They used to start at noon. And sometimes they don't even start till noon if it's it's ten thirty. It depends on if there were late stragglers getting off the ship, if they've had a hard time on um, boarding the ship with goods and stuff. But usually that yeah. doesn't happen. But usually it's around 11 o'clock, 10, 30, 11 o'clock. And it goes all the way until 3. And you don't okay. want to get on the ship at 3. Yeah. Cause that's really late. It's going to leave at four, you know, you really need to be on that ship. Um
4: we so just let a certain amount of people on at each time basically? Is that how it works?
0: Uh, no, not really. If you sign up to do um, a port arrival time at 12 and you show up at one, they'll let you go. Okay. If they've already started boarding. Okay. Um, they rarely let anybody go ahead of time. You want to fill up all your paperwork ahead of time. You want to get your kids um, all their information in the kids' club, your passport, all that stuff. And it's on a handy um, online Disney itinerary. It's kind of like the MDE, the My Disney Experience. Yeah, Um, It's similar to that, but very different because it's it's a ship. Um, You can have all all your information on there.
1: I think what Larry was asking was uh, get, uh, they, they they stagger it so you don't have 5,000 people wanting to get on the Oh, yeah, they right. stagger
0: it, definitely. Yeah. And you can only pick – yeah, you're right, Larry. I didn't get it that way. Um, you're right. When you And you want to do that on the day. When you book your trip, they're going to give you um, a date that you can book your excursions and adult dining and boarding. You have to be paid in full to be able to do that because they know you're committed. You just really have to – to look at it and, and say, well, am I going to be there at 10 or not? I always try to book them earlier. Um, and if you don't get in there at midnight to book them, the next day you go in, it could be very late. So if you don't secure that, that time at 10, the next day you go in, it could be, um, like let's say you did 3 o'clock in the afternoon, it could be um, the only thing left is 1 o'clock because everybody else has booked it ahead of time. Is that what, kind of what you were asking?
4: Yeah, exactly. I just wondered if they, you know, if some, if everybody, you know, tries to get on at twelve o'clock or book at twelve o'clock time, and then it fills up, then they.
0: Right, they up. don't do that. There's, you're right. It's, there's only a certain amount of time, amount of people that can do that. But if you come in late, you can still go. If you're, yeah. if you booked it, and you yeah. come in late, you can still go. I understand that. Yeah. Yep. Um, so you definitely want to do that. Um, and there's certain head servers, and I was telling you about that um, that you can request. I have a whole list of them for my clients um, and I, I request that. I request, you know, there's certain stuff. I'm um, what else? Um,
1: you mean like certain food items?
0: Yeah. Certain food items and certain, you know, some people they're going to want to have a table by themselves and they don't want to eat with another couple. And so they will say, I want my um, our family to eat all alone. You've got to note that there's two dining times. There's the main dining, and then there's the second dining. And the main dining is usually at 545. There's different cruises that have different times but almost all of them at a Port Canaveral that time. And then there's a second dining, which is much later. And so most people that have younger kids want to do the first dining early and you can always get on a wait list for that also if you book late. Um and then there's castaway key and excursions for other different islands that you're going to go to. And there are certain rules that you really have to follow and they are very strict. Um, if you go to any of these little islands in the Caribbean or the Bahamas, they don't want you to take dairy. They don't want you to take fruit or any meat products because those little islands are very sensitive and they can't have any kind of fruit flies, any kind of disease, stuff like that. So you cannot take a a prepared sandwich that those great Disney chefs made for you and um, take on an island. You can't even get off. You can get off the ship, but when you get in, they're going to look at that and you could get fined. Um, You can't even have a cup of coffee with cream in it. They don't want any dairy on their little islands. And it's all to take care of their animals and their people um, for health reasons. So what I suggest is that you look at things that your children can eat with their allergies if you were going to go on a picnic or if you were going to go to the park or to the beach. So what we do with Charlotte is we get our hummus, and it has to be manufactured and packaged. It can't be open and twist-tied. Has to be sealed by the manufacturer. So we get her crackers, and we get her um, hummus. Sometimes we'll do tortillas. And I know if I know I can get an avocado um, on the, you know, on the island.
2: Mm-hmm. If
0: not, um, I'll take. And I know this sounds probably really bad, but only food allergy parents would totally understand this because I've told so many people and they do it is I'll take a can opener and I'll take a can of organic refried beans and um, a ziplock of, not Ziploc, but a, a sealed package of her diet cheese and um, some tortilla chips. It's all sealed. And we will make her nachos. Um, she doesn't even have to have them heated up, especially if you're somewhere where it's warm and it sits out, gets kind of warm, and she's fine. And I always mm-hmm. take garlic salt a little bit to try to you know make it taste better. Mm-hmm just any kind of snacks so they don't get really hungry, you know, enjoy life cookies. Yeah. There's just all that stuff. You've got to make sure that you do that. Mm -hmm. So you you do not want to eat at the ports. And I know that was one of the questions I saw Larry was people were asking about eating at the ports. Um, We only eat at three or four restaurants in Atlanta, Georgia, and we're peanut, tree, nut, dairy. I can't even imagine going to a little Island where there are, are not any that they have no idea about allergies or they think they know and they don't right so I never risk that at all
4: yeah exactly are there restrictions about any about food that you can bring on the ships at all
0: um there well you'd have it depends on what ship you're on I've never seen anything where they've even checked any bags to bring anything on okay but they will when you get back to America to get off the ship.
2: Okay, right.
0: When you go through customs. They yeah. don't want you to bring any kind of agriculture. It's the same kind of
2: right. thing, you know. right.
0: But what I suggest is for my clients, um, for their excursion days, to have um, their meals ready to go and to always book the night before um, as if you were not going on an excursion in case it rains. So you still have your meal in the dining room for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. And I'll go over that real quickly. What sure. you're going to do each night before you go um, to breakfast, lunch, and dinner the next day, you're going to get a menu and you're going to ask, I always tell my class, ask for a menu for the next restaurant because you're on a dining rotation. To ask for that menu and go through it and kind of look at it. I like to do it at the beginning of dinner and look and see what the options are that Charlotte can have. And I can kind of read a menu by looking at the components and putting it together instead of saying, well, there's no dairy-free stuff. I will, you know, I will talk to our head server and say, do you have dairy-free rolls?" And I say, yes. So I know she can have that. I know she can have chicken. I know um, that she can have the French fries and I'll make her a meal. I know she can have the pasta, marinara sauce. Um, a salad green beans that kind of stuff so even though it's not as a meal on the menu i know that the components are there and that we can make a safe meal for her or they can and you kind of put it together and the we do that for breakfast lunch and dinner now the tricky thing is this is you may have a head server who says um I'm going to be um, at Cabana, which is like a buffet. And I want you to come see me there and not go to the dining room. So I personally would go to Cabana and see him because he's your direct um, line of communication to the chefs. And I would go with him and go see him in the morning and say, yeah, we're here. This is what we want. You know, we told you last night. And so he'll go back there and get it ready for you. Or the chef.
4: um, Can you explain a little bit about like. You said a head server. What does the head server do? Okay,
0: A head server is kind of like a maitre d'. Okay. Um, he may have like 15 tables at a restaurant. Okay. And he is, um, he's always got a white suit on or a blue suit. They are um, very flashy. They've got lots of gold on. You'll definitely know who they are. Okay. They're like a maitre d', but they don't work at a podium. They work tables. And yep. they oversee the servers. And so your server's the guy who's gonna take your order, most people's orders, except for the food allergy. And some some of the head servers are I mean, the servers are good about taking, you're just gonna have to play it by ear and see. Some of them are very seasoned and they know they can take your order for the next day and give it to the head server. Some of them are new and you really you can kind of feel it, and he'll say, Let me get the head server for you.
2: Okay.
0: And so, um, and so there's an assistant server, and they're the people that bring the drinks, clean your table. That so there's the head server, the server, and the assistant server.
2: Okay.
0: The head server is your number one communication to the kitchen. He is. Sometimes the chefs won't come out. You'll never see a chef. It's very different than Disney. Sometimes the chefs come out, it really it's kind of hit or miss. It depends on um. What ship you're on? Who your head server is? Who uh, the chef is? It really depends.
2: Yeah.
0: Um, sometimes we've been on Disney cruises where we've never seen a chef ever, okay. and we've had spectacular meals. Yeah. That being said, that head server and the server and the assistant server all get um, gratuities. Like on every cruise, you pay for gratuity, mm-hmm. and the assistant server and the servers get more than the head server because he's got a lot of more tables. But he's the most important guy on the entire ship for our families. So we make sure and tip him a whole lot of money because he makes everything worthwhile, you know, and then you'll get some spectacular servers as well. Um, When you get on the ship, there's what's called the dining session. A lot of people don't know about it, but it takes place on every single sailing. It's never um, pre-planned. So there's not a place where it is. There's not a time. It just you have to find out when you board the ship, you have to go to guest services and ask them because there's all these different groups that go on Disney cruise line that like to use the adult lounges as meet and greets. And so they'll know that morning they'll put it together where it's going to be. You're going to go, you're going to find out where it is. You're going to go there. You're going to see the head servers. They'll all have their laptops flipped up and you're going to tell them where you want um. You know, you want to eat by yourself. You want to maybe join some other people. Your food allergies, and he's going to flip it up and he's going to read it to you first, just to kind of make you feel secure that they know what they're doing. And then at that time, if you want to get additional dining to Paulo or Remy for brunch or for din- or dinner that you couldn't get, you can book them then. That. But that's really important to go to, I think.
4: So how do you? Fi- I'm sorry. How do you find out when that's going on?
0: You have to, you have to board the ship. Okay. It's usually at three o'clock, sometimes it's at two thirty. Okay. Sometimes it's at three 15. It really depends on how um, the ship is working out and how many private groups are meeting in these different restaurants. And they're usually adult lounges.
1: And guest services located right there in the same area where you board the ship.
0: Yep. Oh. And you can walk up there and, and ask them and they'll tell you where it is.
1: Yeah, I mean that sounds like a crucial thing for
4: food allergy people to go to, right? I mean that's, you know, that would that would sound- it is,
0: but it's amazing how many people that that don't know about it don't go through it,
2: and right? Right, they're fine. Okay, right. Yeah,
0: yeah. Because right. the crucial part of it, Larry, is the planning all before.
2: Yeah, yeah. And
0: then when you meet your um your head server that evening to tell him all oh, your food allergies, go through it. And make sure and let them know that you're going to tip them very well to yeah. take care of you because, you know.
4: So the head server, um, let me ask you this. Is he going to be at all the different restaurants that you're yes, at? Yes, they're
0: going to follow you the entire time you're on a dining rotation. Okay. we become best friends with him. He's our best friend on the ship. Yeah. Yes. Some of um of the people that I know tip half of it ahead of time. Yeah. <laughs> You know, some people don't. They right. don't tip very much. Some people tip a whole lot. It kind of goes, you know, back and forth. Um, but the first, when you first um, board Disney Cruise Line, and this is the this is the part that gets everybody the the most nervous, I would think, just from talking to people, is that you're going to go in there for lunch and you haven't talked to a head server, you haven't even gone to the dining session yet because it's new, right? right? You're going to go to this place called Cabanas, and you're going to ask for a head server, and you're going to tell them we have severe food allergies. We um, haven't talked to anybody yet, but this is who we are, and this is our allergy. Will you please take care of us? And they will, but it makes a lot of people really apprehensive and nervous sure. because they, they haven't talked to an official yet, right? But yep. We've never had a problem with that. And even if you were at Walt Disney World and you wanted to um, take some beignets or a sandwich that someone had made for you at Port Orleans French Quarter that you thought was the, you can take that on the ship, yeah, and eat it if you don't feel comfortable doing it.
2: Right,
4: right. Now, did you say before that you can note um, your allergies? You mentioned about special diets. It's called something different. Um, it's called special services. Special services. So you yes. can. So you, what do you do? You send them an email and say – No, yeah, you
0: have to call them. They they don't do a whole lot. They do some by email, but they really prefer to be called on the phone.
4: Okay. So you're. So I'm but saying – When you book
0: your cruise, you can ask for that phone number, and they'll give it to you.
4: Okay. And your allergies will be noted on your reservation or whatever?
0: Absolutely.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Okay.
0: And I have staterooms specially cleaned according to what different um, families have for their food allergies. So right. If you have really bad um, asthma. We all know it runs in that triangle, you know? Yeah. You have food allergies, eczema, asthma.
2: Yeah.
0: Um, but I always try to get them non chemically clean unless somebody demands chemicals. I've only had two clients that have always, you know, said, I need the chemicals, I want them. And I, okay, you know. Yeah. Um, but most everybody else is fine with that because I think it's better that you don't have an asthma problem when you're at sea. Like your first asthma, you don't want that to happen. No, so it's sure. better not to have any chemicals in. And they'll change the filters. They'll deep clean it. It'll be really nice.
4: So what's the protocol um, if somebody does have a reaction at sea?
0: If somebody does, um, of course, you can have your EpiPens with you everywhere you go. Yeah. And, of course, you're going him or her or yep. yourself with an EpiPen. Right. Um, and you're going to tell a cast member right away. Down on deck one is the um, medical office. Yep. And there's a doctor on staff. There's a nurse on staff. They have um, epinephrine and they have steroids such as prednisone, which you would take. They have breathing apparatuses. They have all of that on the ship.
2: Okay. Yep. So a doctor,
4: and if it's. A doctor and one nurse on the ship?
0: Well, it, it depends on the size of the ship, too.
2: Right. Okay.
0: You know? Yeah. Um, But we've never had to use it, thank goodness. I've never had a client that's ever had to use it. But I know, and as you guys know, that you can always become allergic to a new food allergy, and you never know when it's going to happen. Sure. So i have everyone, you know, prepared for that. If it does, what to do. Um, I always, always, always suggest that people get um, insurance. Yeah. Because it's fifty thousand dollars to be airlifted off of the ship, some um, insurance companies won't pay for that. Right, mm-hmm. it's a whole lot of money, you yeah. know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, so if you do insurance, get insurance, okay. Yep. 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 And there's just there's so much that goes into it. So tell me some, ask me some more questions that you got.
1: Okay. One more real quick, you, you you also recommend people take uh, an extra um, prescription. I do. Yeah.
0: If if you are on an excursion, and, and this is, goes for the parks as well, and you're um, having fun with your family and your 10-year-old loses their backpack with their EpiPen in it or something like that, mm-hmm. if you have a prescription for it, you can always, you know, get another prescription and I always keep them in the safe. Right. Is that what you're talking about, Jeff? Yep. Okay.
3: And I, would, I used to, when my son was, you know, Separate from us playing baseball when we were down in Florida, I always kept epic pen or two on me and he'd have his just in case something happened to his bag, you know, so exactly. I would do the same cruise, you know, just right. to have a, an, an extra pen or two
4: right? separate. A lot of people are, asked a lot of people seem to be concerned about Mickey waffles. Are there Mickey waffles on the cruises?
0: <laughs> yes, there are. And everybody loves Mickey waffles. Um, This is the thing about Mickey waffles. They're usually made in one dining room. And if breakfast doesn't happen to be served, there's always that Cabanas up next to the pool that's a buffet. There's usually one place that you can get, and it rotates as where you can get breakfast and lunch and have people serve you at Mm a table service. Um, If they don't have it at that restaurant, they'll tell you it's going to take us about 20 minutes to go down and bring them back up. Okay. You're just going to have to kind of weigh it. Is it that important or is it not? Now with our daughter, yes. So what I tell people to do is you might, if you really want those Mickey waffles to go down maybe 10 minutes early, then everybody else, order it, get yourself a cup of coffee, read the paper, and order the waffles. And so by the time everybody else comes to, to breakfast, you can, uh, you know, everybody else order and it's going to come right out. Or sometimes it's even a buffet even one of the dining rooms.
4: Right. Um, What about snacks? Like are there any safe snacks on board or do they have anything that's like the snacks with character or anything like that that um, are on the ships?
0: Um, There's always a package store on the ship that has alcohol. It has Lay's potato chips, but they're always closed when you get to a port. So don't plan on getting that bag of Lay's potato chips that you want to take Oh, to, way down. <laughs> to, right to Nassau with you. <laughs> and then you go up there and it's close. Right. You right. Know? Um, and other snacks up, um, it depends on the ship, but, um, on the dream and the fantasy, there's Flo's V eight cafe and it's close to the pool mm-hmm. and they have top eight free chicken tenders. They have a dedicated fryer that they'll do um, French fries. in. they'll do chicken nuggets They'll do stuff like that. The hard thing for kids with food allergies on Disney cruise line are the sweet treats. Yeah. Right. That's the hardest thing, but we don't eat a lot of them anyway. Like we don't eat a lot of ice cream in our house. Um, even so delicious. We just don't. So I just kind of steer her clear of that stuff, you know? Yeah. So she doesn't see it. Um, and, If you you go to dinner and you get something that your child loves, if they give like a great cupcake or a great chocolate mousse or something like that that you just, your child's over the moon, say, you know what, can we have two or three more? Yeah. And take them back to your room and put them in your refrigerator.
2: Right. Yeah.
0: And that might be something. Even donuts, they have great donuts that are pretty much um, top, well, they're probably about top seven free because most of them have egg in them unfortunately.
4: Yeah. Yeah, no, we've done that at the, <laughs> we've gone back to shutters at the Caribbean beach because they make these amazing cupcakes there. And, yeah, um, you know, we, last time we were there, you know, my son ordered, she said, do you want chocolate or vanilla? And he said, How, can I have both? <laughs> so he just ordered both of them. But, but Absolutely. I mean, we, you know, we go back there just because of that, and we like, you know, we like the place too. But we
2: have, they have safe
3: rolls
0: and he's a Caribbean. Kind of yeah, meals. I mean, <laughs> I, it's <laughs> the bread with our kids, right? Yeah. Safe
4: yeah. rolls and the awesome cupcakes. I mean, it's that's like <laughs> that's a that's a definite for us every time. So, yeah, I know. I thought
0: should... you guys are going to be excited about the the new Caribbean. Yeah,
4: yeah, yeah. It should be. Yeah, I don't right. know if we're ever going to go back. To, Why not? Well, I don't know, because we, uh, we probably will want to stay at a different DVC thing. So. Yeah.
3: there's going to be DVC thing. Yeah. Yeah, no, I th- I'm excited about that. Yeah. Great.
4: Right. So, but um, I got another question here that somebody was wondering about. Um, it says, how are allergies handled in the adult-only restaurants? I'm thinking specifically of the Remy dessert event. And how do they handle gluten-free or a chocolate
2: allergy? Okay. Any ideas about
0: that? Gluten-free, as you guys know, um, is probably one of the easiest allergies to accommodate. And it is right. the number one allergy to accommodate. Right. Because there's more people that use it for an allergy and a diet.
2: Right. And yep. they're very
0: vocal about it. Yeah. yeah. Where a lot of um, people that are allergic to peanuts, tree nuts and they get a dried up roll that has no egg in it, they're like, oh, I got a roll. (laughs) They're fine with it, you know? (laughs) Seriously. Um, Gluten is going to be probably the number one accommodated allergy. Yeah. Peanut. um, Tree tree nut's going to be hard because a lot of the chocolate and adult restaurants will have like almonds or hazelnuts. They'll make stuff, but it's not going to be anything like the spread that they have out for everybody else to eat.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
0: But they can make some really amazing food. Yeah. Those are the best chefs are up at Paulo and Remy. They're yeah. Amazing chefs. It would be like a chef that is at Artist Point or Citrico's. or right. um, You know, a signature restaurant at Disney. That's yeah. where they are. Um,
2: yeah. I so, think that's
4: to be expected. Like you know how you were talking about the desserts are kind of a letdown for especially dairy or whatever people that are allergic to dairy. And it's kind of like that everywhere on Disney property, I think, because you know that you don't, you don't, you're not going to get a great selection anywhere. You're going to get tofu, ice cream and, you know, an enjoy life cookie or something like that. You know, you're just not, you're just not going to get a great, you know, we, we haven't gotten anything that was besides those, you know, specialty made cupcakes we got and, couple different cakes and things like that. But I mean most yeah. of the time you're getting tofuti or rice dream ice cream and, you know, a cookie with some syrup on top or which is still great. Don't yeah. get me wrong, but but it's still, you know, you're not getting this great selection that you can pick from,
2: you know. Right.
1: So. unless you what make the trek to trails end, right? right? I'm sorry, what Jeff? So unless you make the trek to trails end.
3: I was just thinking right. that. Yes. Exactly. I was yeah. just thinking the same thing.
4: Yeah. Unless you go That's there amazing. or you go to uh
0: Air, Air McKenna's.
4: McKenna's,
0: yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. I wish they had an Air McKenna's, a little kiosk oh, in each park. Great. And they just yeah. put stuff in it, you know? I really
3: do.
2: Yeah.
3: I, I they don't have it on the cruise ships, too, Air McKenna's.
4: Yeah.
3: yeah. It might be hard for them to accommodate fresh baked goods like that on the cruise ship.
0: Probably so. Yeah.
4: yeah, for sure. So, um, so the head server... I don't know. It seems like I have a lot of questions about the head server. <laughs>
3: <laughs>
1: He's the important dude. Yeah,
4: I, I'm just yeah. curious about like, so when you go to breakfast and lunch, how does that work with the head server? Is he there? He may
0: not be there for breakfast and lunch. You're going to order the night before through him. He may say to you because they have all these different jobs on the ship. Okay. The head server may be working um, behind the bar, stocking it. Okay. They all had these amazing chops. I mean, they they are jack of all trades.
2: Okay. So
4: you place your order the night before what you're going to eat for breakfast and lunch. Is that how it works?
0: Yes. And I even do it if you're going on an excursion because you don't know if it's going to be rained out and you just want to have your lunch ready.
2: Right. Right.
0: Um, and our kids eat such little. It's not anything like the the amount of food that they waste on a buffet. So if you don't eat it, don't feel guilty.
4: Yeah. So that's my next question. Are there a lot of buffets on the ships and how do they, do they handle them the same as Disney world does as far as bringing you food out from the back? Yes. You You have
0: to ask one of the head servers. Okay. Um, Some of the chefs won't come out and talk to you. The head server will want to go back and talk to them because they're not really used to the whole Disney world, Disneyland protocol, Um, but they'll take care of you. And the head server will make sure of that. Yeah. Yep. And you don't have to eat off the buffet. My daughter's never eaten off a the, off the buffet anywhere.
4: Yeah. Okay. Because I know that's pretty <laughs> important for 60. us. Yeah. And that's obviously important for a lot of people. So. Yeah.
0: And I think, I think the hardest thing about that is some people don't have um, an imagination and they can't get together like, oh my gosh, okay, like off the top, you know. Yeah. And go, oh they have they I see chicken over there, I see bread over there, um, I see some pineapple over there, I see you know, a la la in and make a meal. I see a baked potato, I know they have to have chives because I see something in it that has chives, and I know they have bacon, so they can make a baked potato. It's not even on the menu, but they could make it. Right. That's right. that's where people have a really difficult time. Yeah. Is when they can't just spontaneously put together what they see in front of them and say, can you make this for me? And then some people can, but they feel kind of apprehensive about asking somebody. But after um, I talk with them and go through it with them, I hopefully they feel not intimidated at all. Because these people really want to do their best job. They want to work for Disney. They want to work up the line. They really do. They want to make people happy.
2: Right. Right. It's one different wanted- than any
0: other cruise ship in the world. Yeah. It is.
1: Yeah, Real quick, I wanted, one thing I wanted to uh, <clears throat> clarify about Cabanas, and, and I don't know this because we're not the type that eats all day long like some people do on the cruise, but Cabanas is open all day, right?
0: Yes. Well, yeah, it's so, not. It's not well, open it's, all day.
1: Oh, okay. But when it yeah. is open, if you, if you do want to go to that buffet, you can. And if you're head server's not there. You just find the head server. Yes, and You'll
0: there. know what they, you'll know who they are because you'll, you'll have known what they look like the first day you get on the ship. You won't know. So you're going to say, can I talk to head server? And They'll say, Oh, that's me.
4: Yeah. Okay. So you mentioned a lot of people eat all day long on a cruise. Is that besides, I guess besides breakfast, lunch, <laughs> and dinner, are there like, little pop-up things they have or little events that they have that are, that are, that are you know, geared around food and... They are, have... You know, are those uh, accessible or, or safe in any way to, you know, people with food allergies?
0: That flows V8 Cafe, mm-hmm. that's next to the pool, is going to be your best bet. Okay. For most allergies.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So breakfast, lunch, and dinner is always at Cabana's. Because if you don't want to eat in the dining room, you don't have to. You don't have to get dressed up. If you want to sit up by the pool, it's a whole other thing about how to get food allergy food delivered. That's like, there's a whole part to that.
2: Yeah.
4: I think we had a question about that, too, about getting, like if you wanted to get some meals delivered um, to the Cabana's or to the pool or something like that, so that VA cafe is like a little pool bar that has food.
0: Yeah, it's a little sanctuary okay. <laughs> in our family because they have French fries and chicken nuggets. Yeah, that's. And cool. the chef is right there, and you can talk to him.
2: Oh, that's. Cool.
0: It's almost like a diner. Okay. You know, yeah. he's right there. Yeah. The fry basket, you can see it. You know, and he'll show you the box because I've always asked, "Can I see the please? Can I please see the box of chicken nuggets?" and I look at him, he's looking at me like, lady, you know. Yeah. And, um, yeah, it's, it, we've never had a problem at all. Um, if you want room service, if you want to eat by the pool, that's a whole different protocol you have to go through.
2: Mm-hmm. Okay. Pretty
0: One nice. little uh, neat kind of trick about Castaway Key is um, the night before, you're going to order just like you did for every other day on the ship, correct? Right. But you're going to remind them that you want your special ice cream because if you don't remind them, they won't remember to take it off the ship.
2: Okay. And
0: Sorry, you don't want to I... order something that, let's say, uh, French fries. that we, It's going to be tight in a clamshell, So you don't want it to get soggy. You know how you get French fries from a fast-food restaurant and it's yeah. tight and you, you get home 10 minutes later and it's like you don't even want to eat them because they're gross. They're all soggy. Right. You don't want to order something like that. You might want to order like a grilled chicken sandwich. They always have always have Lay's potato chips on the island. Mm-hmm. And your head server is going to tell you where to go pick up your food. There's going to be a pink ticket on it with your name. It's going to be taped to your box. You're going to pick that up. And uh, your ice cream. And they usually give each child a pint or a half quart or whatever they have. Mm-hmm. It's yours. Just take it.
4: So now on Castaway Key, um, you're saying that they prepare the food on the ship and send it
2: off the ship. Yes. Okay.
0: For the food allergies, everybody, or just food allergy? Just Perfectly.
2: food allergies.
0: No. But, well, it depends. Some stuff is prepared. There's a kitchen back there. Some stuff's prepared there, and some is prepared on the on the ship. But every single child that or adult that has food allergies, their stuff is going to be prepared on the ship and taken off.
2: Okay.
3: okay. That's on Castaway Keys. What if it goes somewhere else for an excursion? You can't get food on a ship and take it with you, can you? No. No. Okay.
0: No, that's when you want to have those prepackaged items that aren't opened or you know by the manufacturer. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. Yep. And um, uh, when you get to Castaway Key, if you're on a smaller ship, like we were talking earlier, there's going to be a thousand plus people, probably less on that little island. You don't have to scurry off like you're a crazy, mad person, like early in the morning. If you're on the fantasy or the dream, I suggest if you want shade, because I'm a shade person, that you get off the ship really early. To go park yourself with your towels, um, and they have towels when you get off. You don't have to take your towels with you. Um, that you get your seat and your whole little group together. Right. Yeah.
3: Is there a lot of adventure on the island, or what is it mostly? What kind of? You know, there is. There they have bikes. They
0: have um, snorkeling. Snorkeling, which is really fun.
1: Paragliding. It's a
0: guided snorkeling kind of thing. Mm. They have. Um, parasailing, um, stingray petting, if you want to call that, yeah which is really nice. The one thing I'm really glad that they don't have that no one ever talks about is the swimming with dolphins because I'm, like, totally against that wow. completely. Yeah. It's the dolphins, like, you really don't have a good life. Yeah. So even though there are excursions that have it, um, they don't have it on Castaway Key there's bicycles. You'll see people on bicycles having a blast. You think it's going to be really hot. Depends on what time of the year you go. And there's all these bike trails. There's a whole part of the Island, just like the ship that's adult only that no kids can go to. So if you have um, grandparents or you have two adults um, that don't have any kids with them, that just love Disney cruise line, they may have food allergies themselves. They've got a whole part of the Island that they could, they go to themselves that they never see kids, and there's like a little tram that can take you back and forth.
3: Nice.
0: Yeah, it That's is fun.
3: Sounds like fun. It is a
0: blast. Actually. And how long you
3: stay there? Is it like from morning till night that you're on there It is.
0: Um, you probably like eight eight o'clock. You can get off the chef and get back on four forty five around that time. Bell changes. Yeah. There's um, a thing. I don't know if you guys run marathons.
3: No, we don't. I don't.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I don't. <laughs> they have this marathon. This like 5k, not a marathon, but they have a 5k that people will run and you'll be getting off the ship and they're just finishing like a 5k. Yeah.
2: They're
0: wow. all dressed up and they've got their medals and all the bells are ringing. And yeah. Yeah. So that, that goes on, but you've got to sign up for that on the ship. Gotcha. There's so much that goes into a cruise. I can't even.
4: So what? Let me ask you this: What does your daughter um, usually eat for breakfast on the cruise?
0: She her go-to thing um, is Mickey waffles, bacon. She loves their potatoes. They do kind of like a um, a style potatoes. You know, okay. like with the the peppers and the green. Yep. and the um, onions and stuff and garlic. She loves those. And then she gets some kind of donut. It's either a cinnamon donut, a chocolate donut, or a vanilla. And they either have um, kitty-knick or they have cat's donuts. But they both have egg in them. Yeah, She's not allergic to egg. So that's hard for people that are allergic to egg. Right, and That's what she eats for breakfast. And bacon. Yeah. I, don't. If I mentioned bacon. There's always bacon. There's always bacon involved in every meal with her,
2: <laughs> right?
0: So, <laughs> if it's Disney, yeah,
4: yeah, for sure. So you can um, special order that the night before, you said, and yes. then um, know you're.
0: Like if they're not prepared in your dining room that you're going to go to, you're going to take a little extra time.
2: Right, right.
0: At like that waffle iron in one dining room, usually.
4: Right. So do in general, do the meal the allergy meals take a little extra
2: time? On the
4: yes. and, yep.
0: it, and it all depends on that chef. Yep. And it depends um, on several factors. It depends um, if you've changed your mind on what you want to eat and you go to the dining room. Um, and, and it also depends on how patient you are. Uh, and I found this out. Interestingly to me, I, um, I don't have a problem if I have to wait 20 minutes for Charlotte to get a safe meal it doesn't occur to me that it's a problem at all you know i'll eat my salad um yeah i don't either.
4: i don't either and i know a lot of people they
0: get very irritated by it
4: yeah they're i mean we were at i forgot where we were at last time um, i was at oh i was at the um quick service in um at saratoga springs and there was a guy behind me ordering uh for his daughter who was allergic to um peanuts i think yeah and i i happen to hear him ordering and i i just happened to turn around and i said oh isn't it great that they can make you know safe meals <laughs> for the kids and he was like yeah but it takes so long or whatever. you know he was like totally negative about the whole thing and i just was like okay i'm 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 not talking to him anymore <laughs>
0: i'm out of here <laughs> okay buddy
4: I was because to me it doesn't matter if you got to wait an hour who cares i mean it doesn't, it doesn't
0: i i agree but
4: you're eating a Save meal. And yeah, you have to, you know, maybe just got to build in that extra time or whatever, but who cares? I mean, really. Exactly.
0: So that's kind of what I was telling Amy earlier is that if you are that, and I didn't say if you're that kind of person, but if that is you and it, those people know who they are, go to breakfast early, get yeah. a newspaper or your phone or whatever, keep yourself kind of busy and order those waffles ahead of time. Yeah. If yeah. you're going to be really super annoyed that right. they have to go to a dining room and come back with them twenty minutes later.
2: Right, right. Yeah,
0: yeah.
4: It's, it's not a big deal, but I know a lot of people. It seems like a big deal too.
0: So I know and the we're, pre-ordering we're just helps. Like,
1: that. Do what, Jeff? The pre-order ordering helps that. It does. Yeah, 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 yeah.
0: yeah. So that's we're seems... used to
3: planning ahead on everything we
0: do. This yeah. has we're a planning. whole lot of planning that yeah. goes into it. I'll walk you guys through it personally when you guys do it.
3: Awesome, thanks.
0: Oh, absolutely, of course. You know, so
4: how do the um the international cruises work um, as far as food allergy goes. Um, are they about about the same? I mean, as when they go same, to-
0: same trained chefs. Okay, not the same chefs, and they could right. be right. Um, they're going to have different items that are on board mm-hmm. because. If it's a trans... If it's coming through the Panama Canal, it's Mm going to be, you know, transatlantic cruise, it's going to be really long. Yeah. So they're not going to have as um, much perishable goods. Right. You know, uh, like those avocados may not be there anymore (laughs) after five (laughs) days. My daughter would freak out. But anyway. Um, And they might... uh, Mediterranean cruises will have different items that are from England or from Canada. Right. Packaged goods. Yeah. Muffins, bagels, um, donuts, stuff like that. Right. But they're going to have those, those same whole foods. If you can eat whole foods, which I think we're both used to doing with our kids. If you can get a protein, some vegetables and starches are really easy with our kids cause they love potatoes. Right. I know your kids do, and mine does. Yep. Yep. Um, and she, and I make her have a salad with some fresh vegetables. She's fine. Right. It's the kids that are used to eating a lot of processed foods that yep. like craft macaroni and cheese, yep. that like um, McDonald's chicken nuggets Those are the hardest kids to really make happy on the cruise. And thankfully, most of our food allergy kids aren't like that because they can't eat that stuff anymore.
3: Right.
4: Um, How do the – there's a kids' club. um, How do they handle, like, food allergy snacks in the kids' club?
0: Okay. The kids' club, you're going to sign them up ahead of time online. If you don't do that, you forget for some reason you can always do it when you get on the ship. It's called an orientation. And you can go into the kids' club. And that's the only time adults are allowed in the kids' club is during orientation. So if your kid's in there, you don't have to worry about some creepy guy <laughs> wanting to go check out the kids' club because they won't let them in, which is very nice, right? Um, every time you go into the kids' club, they make them wash their hands and sanitize them. They can't bring in any outdoor food regardless of what it is.
2: Okay. That's okay.
0: great. They do serve food in the kids club for lunch and dinner. And it's always on what's called the navigator. And it's usually around lunch, around 12, um, six, seven o'clock for dinner time. Cause they usually try to do it or maybe sometimes eight, they might do it during the second rotation is when they pick up the kids to take them down for dinner. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's always on linoleum. It's a roped off section. So when after they finish eating, they always clean it up. They clean the floor, they clean the tables they unrope it and then they have their kids wash their hands. And so everybody's it's the safest place to put a child with other food that they're really allergic to.
2: Great. Yeah, that's good.
4: Um yeah. I don't know. Do you have any other questions?
3: Um I
4: think we covered no, everything. No, I mean that I guess on my the-
3: only my my the biggest fear was if there was a medical emergency. Um, how would they handle it? But I think you kind of mentioned it earlier that there is a physician. They have the epi and the steroid, which we would bring anyways. We, we always ask our allergists for a steroid uh, prescription before we travel on an airplane, even though they always reluctantly give it to us. But somebody told me that once just because, you know, it, the EpiPen keeps the, um, the, the reaction at bay until you can get the steroids in yourself. It, right. it so that's why i've always asked for that and usually we're able to get that before we travel somewhere especially flying on an airplane right. but um it sounds like they cover it that way and then um i guess
0: it there's makes- there's so much that goes into it amy like we haven't even touched like fish extenders i don't even if you guys even know what those are no? but it's like this little group of people that get together it used to be little now it's really big and they give each other gifts and they hang these pockets outside their doors and it's a fish outside your door and it's an extension of pockets and people give each other gifts and they sign up for it it's actually really fun some people wow. that are really crafty make and beautiful stuff we did a star wars cruise and one woman made all these different star wars outfits for american girl dolls
3: okay
0: wow. it was like, like pretty much amazing but with that fish extender group, some people give food. Oh. And you want to make sure that you put on there that you have food allergies so that you don't have um, a bunch of, you know, spiced pecans sitting in your fish extender.
3: Oh, yeah, yeah. I know. The things that you never even know if
0: you've never been on a and you wouldn't even know who would give gifts, right? I know. Right. So we um, just kind of. Thinking about there's pirate night. Lots of people get dressed up for pirate night. That doesn't have anything to do with food allergies, but there's formal night. As you can tell, I, it's a long process to do it, but I love it because sometimes it's the only vacation. Some of my clients ever take with their families ever. Some people like we, both of us, you know, our families like going to the parks yeah In some families that would be grueling and um, miserable
2: right right.
0: and so they really like the cruises they do yeah,
3: yeah. no it's a great yeah great experience I'm sure we'll and
0: then the very last important thing is um, the night before you disembark which means when you get off the ship they come and pick up your luggage at around 8 o'clock they'll let you know what time you got to have everything packed. A lot of people will be out having dinner. They'll be seeing the characters for the last time. They throw their stuff in a suitcase <laughs> and they put it outside and they go off and have fun. they come back. Their luggage is gone. Like you're not getting it back. Yeah. And they have no clothes to wear the next day yeah. they no <laughs> or they have their pajamas okay. and all they have are their pajamas and, and, they, and they pack everything up. And they're all wearing their pajamas at 8 o'clock. You'll see them in the lobby. Yeah. <laughs> for real. You'll see. Yeah. Jeff, have you ever seen them? Oh, yeah. Yeah. You'll see them. <laughs> the whole family will be in their um, pajamas. Wow. Well,
2: that's too funny. That's,
0: that's kind of funny, though. a good yeah, story. To yeah. be prepared for. <laughs> exactly. Um, like I said, there's tons and tons that goes into it. and We should probably revisit this again after you guys take a cruise yeah or before you guys do, and you guys like start looking into it like when you want to go,
4: right, yeah, when we start freaking That's out it.
0: about it, <laughs> <laughs> yeah exactly, but the neat thing about the kids club is they're all different ages, so your child won't be in the same your son wouldn't be in the same kids' club as as your daughter,
3: so they different age groups, like teen
0: yep. they do, nice yeah, he's not.
3: He's 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 eighteen,
4: so I don't think he's he's allowed in the. Oh, he's
0: eighteen now. (laughs) Well, they have they have a a young adult club. Yeah, because he can't go into the nightclubs where they're drinking in twenty one. No,
2: right, right, right. yeah, yeah, for sure. But
0: um, it's fun; it's a blast. The Broadway shows, or well, they're not Broadway shows, but they are. um, They're just like Broadway shows. They're amazing. They really are. Its yeah, the theaters and stuff, yeah, mm-hmm. but Larry, do you have any other questions that you have from anybody else?
2: I don't think
4: so. I think I was scanning them throughout the, the last hour
1: the Did you want me to go no, we, we covered all okay. I have a question, okay, Jeff. What is alcohol
0: That's powdered alcohol. <laughs> That's Where did you read?
3: Where did you read that? That is not even in my tips.
1: <laughs> Where did you read that? No, it's part of the um, it's part of the recording when you call Disney Cruise Line. Now that you know they have restrictions on alcohol and powdered alcohol or oh. alcohol. Alcohol. <laughs>
0: well, you... Okay, Disney Cruise Line. They had this very loose <sighs> rule that you could bring on. As much beer as you could fit in a certain. Jeff, what was the size of that bag that you used to carry? <laughs> uh,
1: it, was a, it was a big. It was a big um, uh, <clears throat> insulated uh, whole, food. whole food. Yeah.
0: Anyway, it was a certain size, and Jeff used to be able to about a case and a half, I think, in it, like a seven day cruise. And he was like, "I have tons of beer, right?" And I would drink too. Um. And then you could bring on wine. You have to pay a corkage fee. You could bring on hard liquor. It was crazy. Like, no other cruise line does that because they make money off alcohol. They changed that rule. So now um, they're very different rules. So some people want to bring powdered alcohol because apparently they want to – Drink and don't want to pay. I don't know, Jeff. I've never heard of powdered alcohol. So I can, you can't bring any flavors. alcohol
4: with you. That's the rule.
0: You can. You can bring a six pack on per person.
2: Oh, okay.
0: And one. I think it's one to two bottles of wine per person. You can't bring yeah. any hard alcohol on anymore at all.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: But they'll definitely let you know. And yeah. I would definitely um, check before you get on your cruise and plan in, in case it's changed right
4: so when you pay for the cruise all your meals are included i take it um
0: they are except for those that, alcohol drinks yeah okay
4: yeah,
0: yeah.
1: that's
4: what I, well that's too bad no i'm just kidding
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> they do they do offer you a uh, a package price um so, oh, like yeah. the first day you're on, every time you walk up to a bartender and you ask for a, a drink, they'll offer you some kind of uh, deal if you prepay for your 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 beers or whatever.
2: Oh, really? Okay.
1: It's still expensive, though. Yeah. <laughs> but you just budget for it and have a great time.
3: Oh yeah! yeah. For
1: sure, yeah. Do you have any other um questions?
3: Mm, Nothing I can think
4: of. No. No. Well, I think that's it for now from us. I um, like it's I said, we um,
2: creative, uh, information I'm sure we'll think
4: of others us. as we go along, and you know, we'll probably get some other questions. But um, but yeah, well, maybe we can cover some other things next time for sure.
0: Absolutely.
4: Yeah.
0: Well, gosh, thank you, Larry and Amy, for joining Jeff and me. Until next time, you can find Larry and Amy on their Facebook page, the Disney Food Allergy Group. Jeff and myself at Allergy Free Mouse and its Facebook page. And if you need help planning a Disney vacation, please contact me at pixielizzy.com. See you real soon.